Good morning, beautiful. How are you, love? You know, every day I wake up and I say, this will be the shortest message. And it's not. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how long you've known me, but um, I, I am blessed with pitch black hair that is thick and long, right? And natural hair. Of course, as a child, I kind of just went with the flow of the mothers, you know, whatever they decided to do with my hair, that's what we went with. Um, And then as I became a teenager, I became more autonomous with my hair, right? So you see, like here in Zambia anyway, um, most most times when people go to boarding school, um, you know, you have to conform to looking a certain way. So I went to a boarding school run by nuns. And one of the rules was to have natural hair and natural hairstyles. So in the holidays was time to experiment. I remember getting blue braids and oh, my favorite was um, having waist length white braids. Because my dream has always been to to be Storm. Like, I I just love Storm. (laughs) And I remember I would walk around town and there would be crazy comments, you know, shouted at me. And I didn't care. And it was also around the time that um that I started wearing dukes. Because if you if you see me now, I like I, I like I love wearing dukes, right? Head wraps. So it was around that time when I was a teenager. Um, but to give you context, this is like mid-90s, the height of bandanas, durags, and dungarees. And there is Chulu with a duku. <laughs> ah, and my mom would just, she's like, it drove her mad. She'd be like, stop wearing that. You look old. And I didn't care. I loved them. Then you get to the last day of grade 12. So, you know, you've graduated that last day. I promise you, most girls go straight from their school to the salons to perm their hair. Because <laughs> they've just been in this bondage of natural hair this whole time. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, on the other hand, decided to stay natural. This was before the whole natural movement, YouTube tutorials, products, left, right, and center. Nah, I was like, I'll figure this out. Uh, Now, to be fair, I just had long hair. People ask me like, oh my God, how do you have long, long hair? Like, what do you do? But there was really nothing I did. It was just what it was, right? Um, And I just didn't do anything special. Um, I did have to learn how to braid my hair with extensions when I was in the UK and the US because that conversion rate of doing hair abroad, it's painful. <laughs> like it is painful. Anyway, um, then in 2019-ish, uh, I decided to cut my hair. No, okay, yeah, no, cut is, is, is not a great word. I shaved my hair. <laughs> That's more accurate. Um, I went from really long hair to sometimes bold. And it's so much fun. Like I can experiment with styles, colors, lengths, and not make a fuss. If it's a terrible, like if it didn't come out how I like actually imagined it, I can just chop it and start again. Hair grows again. And I can feel you clutching your pearls saying, how could she cut her hair? 
Listen, we're not having a conversation about black people's unhealthy obsession with length. That's a story for another day. What I want you to notice from the story is how I was always true to who I was despite trends, despite negative words, even from my family, despite the world's or media's definition of beauty, I have always known my personal standard of beauty. My darling, do you really understand what it means to be uniquely and wonderfully made? Do you comprehend that as old as this earth is, which is 4.5 billion years, there has only ever been one you and there will only ever be one you. Everything down to your cells is unique about you. Your DNA, your fingerprint, your eyes, your ears are shaped in a way that is special to you alone. God took time to lovingly craft and mold you. God didn't make a mistake. So much so that God knows every single detail on your body and your essence down to that little black dot you have. You know where it is. Everything about you is a work of art. You are literally priceless. So please tell me why you work so hard to be homogenous, to look the same. That was never God's intention. You don't think that if God wanted a thousand Kim Kardashians or a thousand Beyonce's running around that God had the power to create them? You think it's not in God's scope of abilities to create multiples? Like, I mean, why? Why are you spending so much time trying to fit in one mold when God breaks Every single mold, we're never making a new human being. I want you to sit with this for a minute. To be honest, I don't blame you. Have you ever watched children? They just know intuitively who they are. They are free to be themselves. And express themselves the way that just feels natural and right to them. Until here we come as parents and we beat out their self-confidence in knowing who they are. Because we force children to conform. We say things like, wear that, behave like that, do that. Then a child goes to school. And is forced to be uniform in their uniforms, spending 12 whole years forgetting what it means to be true to oneself. Then you pop into uni or the workforce and now the media and society, culture, whatever you want to say, is telling you, here is the blueprint. Follow it. Number one, go to university graduate, get a job, get married, have 2.5 kids, buy a house, and then retire at the farm. 
Number two, look like this. This is how you must look like. Have light skin, snatched waist, pimple-free face, long straight hair. This is the standard of beauty. Number three, to make money or have a successful business, follow this formula. Work Monday to Friday at a nine to five. You rest when you die. Be a workaholic. Always chasing paper. Trading your time for money. Like, this is the blueprint. Boom. You got this. That's the mold manufactured for us. Because we forgot who God actually designed us to be. So we go along with it. Because everyone else is doing it. So it must be right. Everyone looks the same. It must be right. Everyone has bought the same blueprint. So it must be right. <laughs> you know, when you get to the end of this seven-day challenge, the one thing I want you to walk away with is that you have free will. And whatever decision you make, it has come from within yourself. I will never, I'll never tell you what to do. My role is to expand your thinking and disrupt your status quo. So Africana woman is all about you choosing opting into a life that feels aligned to your values, your purpose, and your mission. Opting into a life that makes you feel alive. However, if you think that you will get there by being a cookie cutter, when you are clearly a unique human being, you are sorely mistaken and you're setting yourself up for failure and misery. We all have different paths to walk and at different paces. We all have our own unique mix of gifts and talents. So whatever we express and put out in this world has our unique touch to it. The longer you try to be someone else, do what other people are doing, the longer you deny yourself from being who you really are and living the lifestyle you really desire. And I get it. You're scared. You're scared to be different. You're scared to be misunderstood. You're scared to stand out. You're scared to fail. You're scared to succeed. You are scared of who you are truly meant to be. On a monetary level, there is a reason why only 1% of the world's population have so much financial success or resources. That's because the other 99% are shackled to fear or trying to be someone you are not. Not everything is about money. And we all define success differently, right? So my one prayer, my prayer for you is that you know whose you are. 
Therefore, you know who you are and have the courage to be the uniquely and wonderfully made being you were created to be. Today's exercise is all about disruption. I want you to pick an area of your life that is particularly important to you at this stage in your life, right? So for example, it could be motherhood, it could be your business, or even, you know, your social media, whatever is important to you, it's fine. Then you're going to draw a line in the middle of your pages, right? On the left side, I want you to write down the way that has been defined as normal, the way everyone does it, you know, that uniform way. And then on the right side, I want you to write the way you would do it, the way that feels right to you. Or if you're struggling, I just want you to think about the exact opposite of what everyone else is doing. So here's an example. Say um, say I choose motherhood. On the left side, I would write, everyone sends their kids to school. On the, sorry, on the left side, right? Yeah, on the left side, I write, everyone sends their kids to school. On the right side, I would say, I could homeschool my, my child and also travel with them so as they experience new cultures, and it's actually the things they're learning are experiential, right? Or if I choose a business, on the left side, I would write, everyone advertises through social media adverts. On the right side, I would write, I could set up a referral system to promote word of mouth, word of mouth advertising, and I'd use that as my strategy. So do you get the idea? Mm -hmm. It's okay to be different because we are all different. Add your special source to everything you do and touch. The more you practice, the better you get at it. So in the chat, I'd love for you to share one thing you have tried to conform to. That thing that you, you're trying to be uniform about. So share one thing that you have tried to conform to, but now you are just going to do you. Have a lovely day. Love you loads. Chulum.